Hello everybody and welcome back to uh, another episode of Crazy Cousin Chats. Uh, this is me, Sus, and my cousin Matt. Hello there. Uh, excuse, well, first of all, let me start with saying, uh, apologizing for we're both a bit sick. I'm coughing and he's coughing, so we, we are very sorry for that. But we have an interesting topic for you tonight. Yeah, and, and the reason why we're doing it while we're still sick is because we really can't wait because it's kind of pertinent like next weekend. <laughs> yes, the the importance of game jams. So next weekend will likely not be next weekend for so. you listeners, but we'll try, we'll try and get it out before Ludum Dare. I think, Matt, you're gonna not going to partake in this one. You're going to rather do Acid Jesus' jam. The, the What's it called? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'll see. Uh, I'm not actually too keen on that in retrospect. I might, might rather work on something else. Um, but I'll see. Actually, um, you should you should totally WhatsApp me the theme. I will take my laptop I'll... along on this weekend away. It's basically a bunch of girls drinking, so I might be able to work in some coding in between. So, okay. So. Where 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 do we start? You you you're the one with all the history of of jams. You've given me a long list of jams, so yeah, let's get into it. Game jams are important. <laughs> They're not gonna probably make you rich or make you make a fancy game that's gonna make you millions of dollars, <laughs> but they will teach you game design and game development. <laughs> So that's why they're important. It's practice. Practice makes perfect. So um, you say history. So yeah, I've I've just been sitting for the last hour or so going through um, kind of the the old Ludumdare site, trying to see all of the jams I took part in. Um, and I started in December 2007 for the first time, uh, where I made a game in Python, well, in my own engine type thing that I had written on top of Pygame. Um, and it was some crappy RTS strategy puzzler thing. But I did it. I made, like, probably at that point, the first game that was kind of finished um, in 48 hours. So, you know, I was pretty cool. All my previous attempts before that would have been kind of much longer time periods to probably accomplish a lot less so i think uh, yeah a jam just gives you it focuses you like you know like a laser beam it's like here's a theme here's a very short time go forth and do it so it forces you to get stuff done wow looking at it you got into ludum direct quite early i mean jam 10 i uh, yeah i'm uh, i'm I'm saddened, however, by the big gaps in between my participations. <laughs> so it was like that jam. And then the next one was LD18, which was like almost three years later. Um, and then I did one again shortly after that and fairly shortly after that. So it was like three jams in a row. Um, had a bunch of did not finish results. And then I kind of fell off the wagon for four years until 2015 again. So... Um, yeah, if I just kind of stuck with it, I'd be much better at it today. <laughs> yeah, so, so to give you some context, 2015, I came into the scene fresh out of varsity, thinking I'm going to do great things. I haven't done great things yet, but I've made some, some awesome games. Yeah, I think, I think they're awesome. I think they're pretty awesome. I think once you joined, um, there's definitely more entries. There's like at least two a year. <laughs> 
Um, I think we also finished probably a slightly higher percentage than when I was working alone. Um, working well, look, looking at it, we finished more than more than what we've not finished. Like, yeah, there's there's a gap in 2016 I'm seeing, but yeah, life I think, happened then. Yeah, I think life happened. Um, 2016 was also I think where we decided we'll do like an individual jam the one time. Um, so that I think kind of messed with it a little bit as well. So we did that one. It was probably like one individual, which neither of us finished, and then we did a together, which we probably didn't finish. I can't even remember what it would have been, but um, yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, like I said, it's just you do learn stuff. Um, I mean, you you've got kind of the screenshots open now there or the links that I sent you. Um, mm -hmm. You've probably got some screenshots of some of the stuff you and me did together. And I think there's quite a clear progression in terms of the quality. Um, I can see us getting better at it, you know, maybe not as fast as we like, but. <laughs> well, I'm better is, I think better is, is a relative perspective because well, I, I don't know. This was the competition entry or I can't remember which was which competition, compo, jam, which one is which? uh which one are you talking about you, now well uh let's let's take what's it the rainbow hero one okay you're looking at my <clears throat> my ancient history <laughs> yes i'm looking at your ancient history okay um <clears throat> so ancient history um i can run you through them quickly so it was uh glob combat in ld10 um finished it was a kind of puzzler thing then Rainbow Hero in LD18, three years later, uh, the theme was enemies as weapons. So you, it was like kind of a puzzle game where you took control of zombies by firing rainbows at them and then used the zombies to actually beat the other zombies up. Um, so that was silly, but that was a compo, in, compo entry. So that was both individual compo entries, both finished. Um, then after that, I did the October challenge. Um, I think it was the first October challenge. I don't know if you've heard of it or if they've been doing it recently. Do you know what the October I've, challenge I, is? I don't know about the October challenge. Okay. I'm have to Google it, it, it might not be a thing anymore, but it came out of Ludumdare. Um, I think it was organized by um, McFunk, McFunky Pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idea basically was that you would not necessarily, there wasn't a theme as there is with a normal LD. It isn't 48 hours like a normal LD. It's the whole month of October. Um, and the idea is that you take a game, you either make a new game or you take a game that you have abandoned, you finish it off and you try to sell it and make $1 off it. That was essentially the theme of the, of the jam. Um, so that was quite cool. Like it was trying to encourage you to get not just into finishing a game, but into finishing it enough to get a sale of it and figuring out that whole sales pipeline and how do I release this this thing and all of that stuff as well. So that was quite I think cool. we still haven't quite figured out yet. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> it's like eight years later. But, but yeah, um, that is quite an important part, I think, of becoming more successful at being a game dev. Mm -hmm. Especially if you want to do it full time, you have so, to start so selling the reason, stuff. So the the reason why I'm saying I think quality is a relative perspective here 
like I'm looking at the stuff you've done and thinking that if you did this on your own in like 48 hours everything on your own like that's an immense amount of pressure and, and, and a lot of work to do we've been two guys each focusing on what we can do best so yeah of I guess the quality will go up yeah I guess so that, that does help a lot it takes the pressure off as you say so like I'm sure you've been frustrated with me many times in jams because there's a point where I'm just like fuck I don't Screw care it. anymore no. just <laughs> Make it work somehow. I don't give a shit. I've got other stuff to do. <laughs> and then you have to figure out the hard stuff. <laughs> so. But in the end, that is still teaching us about the, the ways we work. Yeah. And, and, and how we approach the problems. So, uh, and, and, and that's one thing that, I, that I've learned, well, come to gain. Um, so if we can step a bit forward now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our first jam together was, and and you told me don't make a platformer. They're hard. Uh, <laughs> did, did you see me making any platformers before that? <clears throat> I have never once before that even tried to do a platformer. <laughs> but we made a platformer. Yeah, um, I made, we made some, spitballing. I made some notes there. Um, we for spitballing. This was our first Unity game for both of well, for me at least. I think it was your second one. Yes. Um, it was our first time working kind of, okay, for, for me at least, working in a team. I think you again had some experience mm. with that from university. Um, first time that we used third party art. <laughs> um, and it was the first time we built a platformer. And it went extremely well. <laughs> so I guess some credit to Unity over there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I think all of, uh, looking back at it, you were like, no, don't do this. You have to do physics. You have to do collision detection. <laughs> this is going to go wrong horribly. This is, this is just going to fail. And in the end, Unity's physics engine came through for us. Um, yes, you. I, 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 to this day, I'm not completely sure how you made that ball of spit turn into the direction that its current velocity is facing. I'm not sure. I'm not two hundred percent about the <laughs> mathematics either, but I did get it working. Like I, I know this was we we got that working on like the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was night pretty at 12. pretty much close to the end. Yeah. Um, but that that like you said that was that's that that what that was one of our most successful jams, and I think this actually speaks to uh, uh, uh like beginner's luck. I guess yeah, because we've had a few <clears throat> less less good attempts since that one, right? Um, I mean, looking at at the little list I I set up now, um, we had after that we did uh, pillage the village that went pretty well as well. Um, it was just but ugly, um, and then after that. I think that's actually 2016. That's where we had a bit of a hiatus. So I think we missed yes. the first jam of the year. We tried to do individual for the second jam of the year. And then it was kind of December when you were like, no, really, we have to do a jam yeah. again. And then we did Ferdi Bieker, which again was us doing crazy first new for the first time doing controllers, four-way split screen. And we again, we kind of got everything working. Well, not just kind of. We we made a fun game. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually don't think we we should diss ourselves on this. We took this to our cousins and sisters and people, 
and had them play. We've had our colleagues play and like they were laughing and having fun. Even if the game is stupid, they were having fun. Yeah. See, so yeah, I think I missed the one where you where you had the family playing it, unfortunately. Um so Oh yes, you weren't there. I, yeah. I, I missed I missed the feedback, man. Whoa, you missed so much feedback. I actually took some notes, but I'm not sure where the no- those notes are. <laughs> Gone into the ether. Gone but, yeah. into the ether. But yeah, but, so but, I mean that that went pretty well. So I think I think yes, we we like we're definitely I think making progress in terms of making our games more engaging. Um, I think for me, and this is why you need to practice making games like i know you haven't done much in terms of reading about the theory of game design but you have probably watched the crap load of extra credits yeah i've, I've watched um, the crap load of extra credits. which which i would say gives you some intro to it uh, i don't always feel that they go into enough depth um, it's kind of like light and fluffy game design uh, in bite-sized increments um, I do think there's some value in kind of going into more more deeper uh, kind of examinations of game design, uh, the kind of stuff you get more in books. Um, but the point I'm trying to get to eventually, long-winded, um, is that all that stuff can be very theoretical and kind of hard to really get a feel for just from reading it. <laughs> You can't really get it until you've actually tried doing it. You kind of have to learn by doing. And I think that's what game jams give you. It's kind of like, you know, come in, spend a weekend. You don't have to be married to this game or spend the next two or three years working on it. It's just like quick throw away, try something, see if you can make it fun and move on with your life. And come away with that kind of experience now of what did I have to do? How did I have to change it, tweak it, play with it to get it fun? On on that note, though, I'm I'm noticing a pattern here. Um, looking looking at each of the games we've made for 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 Ludum Dare specifically, yeah, our good entries are the ones where we took massive risks. <laughs> Yeah. And, and not 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 massive risks in in terms of scope, but in terms of we didn't know how to tackle this problem. But we're like, fuck it, do it anyway. <laughs> like the first time using Unity, like that must have been a a, a complete. A, 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 it must have boggled your mind. Like, how do I do this thing? <laughs> yeah, I was um, like that dog meme where it's <clears> like <throat> I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I, I remember sitting back thinking. Holy crap, this is my cousin. He is amazing at programming and he's asking me things. What's going on? <laughs> I, I, I had that bit of a, like, what's, where, where, this isn't how I planned it. <laughs> I was supposed to tell you all the things. <laughs> no, you, but, but in the end, like, you could lean on, on my knowledge and I could lean on your game design experience. Yeah. And we have spitballing, man. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, I think it was that. Like I said, that went well. Uh, you are the monster was was crap again, but then Fuddy Baker, you, like you said, you reckon it was pretty successful. Um, uh, I I think it's a bit skewed because of jam feedback because it's a multi inherently multiplayer game. We didn't get good feedback on the jam, <laughs> like you know from the yes 
theme from the voting and stuff like that. So I guess that's why my perception was that it wasn't that successful. Um, but yeah, like that was again, huge risks and yet we made everything work. Yeah. Um, the next one after that, save a small world, we made a match three game. We went the safe route. Um, we did. We thought match three is going to be easy. We did, okay, but we took a huge technical risk there by going, let's MVP. do TDT yeah. with MVP and yeah. do something completely different from our technical approach. So, you know, yeah, okay, it was a very safe game, but it was a so So, so the thing is, we, we took a risk on, on the very technical side of... No, no, sorry, not even the tech. We took a risk in the development process. Yes. Uh, which as, didn't pay off. Um, yeah, well, okay, I mean, I think we wouldn't probably go that route again. I still think that's one of our better games, though. Um, F- from a Polish perspective a Polish and the perspective. engineering feat, yes. I think I I'm, am I'm, I'm really prouder happy. of that game probably because of having done all the art myself. <laughs> it's probably... Okay, uh, one of uh, my uh, best looking games <laughs> where I did the art myself. <laughs> truth, truth be told, your, your art was really amazing. But looking back, like it's it's match three, and yeah, there, there wasn't wasn't enough to the gameplay. Game, to gameplay make it, wise, there wasn't any risks taken. We, we were like, let's do the safe thing, and it's still a it's it's a pretty game, but it's it's lacking something, and and yeah. and I can't quite explain it. And it's the same. Okay, save a small world. I'm very in between worlds about that. <laughs> um, I think we were overambitious in terms of scope because halfway through we realized that our math isn't working out. Um, when 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 we were sliding around our sliders, numbers weren't changing, and we couldn't figure out why. And eventually, we realized, oh wait, this is because of relationships on graphs and. Then I just stood there like, damn it, I should have paid more attention and in, in, in math and in, in calculus and varsity. <laughs> uh, yeah. But again, like it's it's not that I see it as an unsuccessful jam. I I, 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 I that was my first big dip into uh some some sound design. Uh, I think you misspoke at the start. You said save a small word. You're talking about Final Flight. Sorry, though, right? Final Flight. Okay. Yes, yes. Thanks, Sorry, Tom. Final uh, Flight. Now I'm slightly less confused. I'm like, they were in sliders and save oh, a small word. Okay. There. So, so, so to give some context quickly, Final Flight, the theme was running out of power. <coughs> and we had the... Uh, oh, it was Reverse Battlestar Galactica. It was Reverse Battlestar Galactica before yes. Unity made an official jam out of making a oh, Battlestar man. Galactica game. <laughs> But 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 the premise was, the machines they have to harvest power from a star, in order to get away from the humans. The humans had found what was it, what were they looking for in the series? Capricorn. What's the planet? Well, yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of just the whole idea of what if the the AI rose but failed to take out the humans. Yes. So now they're on the back foot and trying to to kind of escape before the humans realizing their mistake wipe them out. <laughs> Yes, and that that I I remember having a lot of fun with those voice recordings. Yeah, that Yo. was that was quite cool. You did some cool stuff there with um, 
kind of trying to make the voice sound robotic and you needed to do some sound editing there for the first time probably <laughs> looking back i still hear some mechanical keyboard clicking and other sounds in the background that i should have taken out <laughs> and and i was breathing a lot yeah which which made the the robot voice like every every <laughs> once in a while i'll take a breath and i'm like oh i missed that i i shouldn't have done this hey but but, maybe, but it was maybe, maybe the it, robots simulate breathing <laughs> <laughs> maybe but but it was my first big foray into uh, uh into sound design spitball and i did one sound that yeah. was our game pivoted on that yeah and uh, i and i think that's why we were lucky it was a simple funny concept that paid off yeah yeah no that was a it was kind of a gimmick <laughs> um, it, it was and i still i'm still of the opinion that we might get away with doing something about it but yeah yeah no we could we could possibly still make that into into more of a game um but yeah oh platformers they're such a drag <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we see we haven't made a platformer again since then. So. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I've I've tried making a platformer, but I was I was way too ambitious in my scope because I was actually trying to make a kind of turn-based platformer. Oh yeah, I remember that idea. <laughs> um, I'm st- I'm still curious if to to see if I can ever get some. If you could make it work, <laughs> can make it work. Uh, but 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 it's it was a lot of fun and and like there are distinct learnings mm. that that I took away like and 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 I'm now it's also the the fact that I'm seeing patterns like I should be taking risks in a jam there's no sense in not taking one like it just doesn't make sense don't try and make what I know just do something something that I wouldn't expect I mean it's the same with 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 uh uh. uh the theme was one room and <laughs> you you brought up that spy game what was it called spy versus spy yeah yeah like uh, i was trying to look for inspiration for something to do with one room and i had the idea of well this game had many rooms but you only saw one at a time so it was kind of like a very 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 barely fitting into the theme but yeah it, it kind of worked out uh, and save a small world, I think I learned something about game design and that match threes require a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I guess if I have to say something about small world, it's that, uh, yeah, you can't polish a turd. I guess that's what it comes down to. Like you say, it's our most polished game, but like you say, there's just that it doesn't have a heart. There's just not enough going on inside to make it worth spending the effort on polishing it because trust me i did try for a couple of months <laughs> yeah i i remember that <clears throat> but since then i'm 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 looking here and we haven't had a six well a, a a finished jam since final flight uh yeah final a, except flight. get up game off well, okay, yeah. So, GitHub Game Off, we haven't really spoken about. I do think our last GitHub Game Off went extremely well. So, I would consider that our second game jam for 2017. So, even though we only did one, <coughs> did Dare. Actually, we did two. Uh, We've done two since since GitHub Game Off. 
we 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 tried that uh uh iscom one the power the, one yeah the more you have the worse it gets or something yeah. like that yeah uh, we, we we tried making and 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 yet again it was we were trying to do this engineering feat like yeah we again, were trying to lay out a power grid I mean, you know what went wrong there is we did that that was in December like in the first week of December like in I was still busy finishing off the submission for GitHub Game Off when the theme got announced for this jam yes so we were pretty wasted and burnt out at that point I think no, uh, or at least I, I definitely was <laughs> Um, and and then earlier this year for for LD forty one, we tried making doing comp- going a very very different direction. We went three D. Oh uh, yeah, that was actually a very successful jam. Again, in spite of the fact that we didn't finish. Yes, we made a multiplayer three D first person collectible card game that well, actually <laughs> kind of mostly fucking worked <laughs> in. Two weeks, I think. Two weeks, about. We went. Yeah. Bit, I went. I went a fair bit over time with that one, just trying to get it to a kind of a finished or playable state. Which yeah, I, I I remember fighting with Unity networking and getting really sick of it because for some reason the weapon, when changing on one client, it doesn't show on the other, and I I was just so sad. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think that was also one of our big risk jams and yes even though we didn't finish i definitely counted as a success we took like a freaking wild way out there combination of genres and i think it was working i mean yes we've never kind of released it and got people to play it but i think it would work i still think it would work i i also still think it would work it's like for me the key takeaway there was understanding networking I had never thought about networking in the same way as I do now. Yeah, it's, I, not, it's not like your normal client-server thinking. It's a bit more involved. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's not just a bit. It's a lot more involved. And I've always thought of it in terms of what should, what is the server trying to dictate everybody else should be doing? Where once I saw a, a, a talk by Blizzard on the, the Overwatch netcode again, and they mentioned that you you have simulations, some running ahead of time, <laughs> the server running in current time, <laughs> yeah, and others running in previous time. Yeah, that gets, floored me. It's hectic, yeah. Or like that article you sent me about um, Age of Empires network model, where everybody's basically running the same simulation in sync with the same that, seeds and everything we're just kind of communicating commands in between them uh, but they had the luxury of 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 not having to sync that often yeah um but yeah so so i mean yeah that we we learned a hell of a lot out of that jam um i'd say we got a prototype that if we were so inclined we could probably turn into a marketable game. I am just waiting for Unity to release their ECS first person shooter code. That is all. With 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 the net with the with, net with code. networking. <laughs> with like, net once code. I have that <laughs> and I can can start making sense of it, I'm in. I'm I'm going back to that. 
Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I'm also like uh, I'm working hard to try and finish off our current game, but but my heart wants to make a multiplayer game now. <laughs> <laughs> which which is understandable, and I I I actually think we we're getting close. Like it's it's just not in our reach yet. And you've been working hard. I I haven't been working that hard. I'll I'll be getting back on the horse very soon. But also that actually speaks to to how successful our get up game of jam was. Yeah, like I think that was that was without a doubt the most successful game jam we've ever had from a in the jam feedback point of view. Um, and yeah, like we placed uh, what top twenty percent? Yeah, top twenty percent. Huh. Just barely top twenty percent. But th- th- just barely is still top twenty percent. I'm yeah. giving myself a pat on the back for that. <laughs> I remember when you sent me those results, and I sat there I'm like, I'm used to getting fifty percent. What? <laughs> what? It's like, what, what is going there? on? So yeah, I think I think it's uh, yeah. I want to talk about something in that book that I sent you a couple weeks ago um, it's many people probably know it as the creator's curse <laughs> um, it's the concept that for anything creative so art music you name it whatever it is when you're learning to do that thing whatever it might be you're always going to see your own stuff as bad <laughs> because you're constantly learning your standards are always going up so everything you do is always lagging slightly behind it's like okay i've finished this now but i've learned so much that now i think it's crap because i could have done this better and this better and this better um and i think that's something that you also that that maybe game jams help you kind of get over yourself almost to a degree it's like you know, you're going to go out there, you're going to make a game, you're going to submit it, and yeah, you're probably going to fall in like the bottom 50%. Um, But, you know, it hurts the first time, but after the second or the third time, you kind of get used to it, and you just focus on making a game. And by practicing, your your skills are improving. You might not be realizing it, because you're always focusing on the last thing you did and how bad that was. Um, But overall, I think there is kind of a quality curve and your stuff is getting better. And I think for me, at least that paratrooper remake was perhaps the first time where I thought that we've made something good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that uh, may, maybe this is good enough to make something of. <laughs> so, so I'm with you on that. I, I, I just remember the feeling of getting the result and, I, th- I think that might might have been my awakening to realizing that oh wait this might actually be something more, and and it's like the like you said the the creative the creator's curse like I was looking at this and thinking, wow, I don't like how these bombs are dropped or whatever like hack, hacks abound not 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 just by you by I've I've added some one or two hacks in there. I think I actually stole the the velocity follow logic. Yes, I did. I stole <laughs> that from Spitball. And <laughs> so we still don't know how it works, but it does still work. 
Yeah, all, all, I, all I now know is that Euler angles are bad and you shouldn't be using them. But it's a 2D game, so I'm not worrying too much about it. Um, yeah. But it it's it's been monumental comparing that game back to Spitballing. Mm. Where we took, I'm trying to remember, two different enemy types. Our main character... And a few ground tiles with a backdrop. And we yeah. made something. Yeah. We freaking made something. Yeah. To yeah. to do this one where we did everything, everything ourselves. <laughs> everything has been done by us. Yeah. You've you've I, I I looked at our title screen, I was like, where did you suddenly come on like get get all of the time to do these things because usually we just quickly go and don't. like I'm not I'm not trying to bash your your <laughs> art but wow that title screen looks great thanks and i'm i'm really happy with how most of the sound has turned out i've i've come to enjoy just recording a bunch of random sounds throwing them together and suddenly i have an explosion that sounds funny and works in the context of our game yeah. Yeah, no, like it's 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 like I say, it's a learning curve. Um there's always room for improvement, but the important part is if you're not practicing you can't be getting better. Um you have to be running in the race to get better. And sometimes I, I think I think from now on I'm gonna try and set myself a small goal that I wanna meet with jam. Yeah, so even if you don't necessarily finish and submit a game, um, that doesn't mean you can't work on some skill that's important for your game development. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's doing sound editing or drawing prettier graphics or uh, practicing polishing the gameplay or, you know, whatever it might be. I mean, that's like, uh, it's like uh, Save a Small World, like you said. I guess... It's kind of a fail overall from a game jam point of view, but I still felt it was one of the best looking ones. So even though overall it was a fail for me, it was great. Like I had a lot of time practicing my pixel art and kind of that doing was, stuff that I me, hadn't done before. <laughs> for me, I should have spent more time making, giving the game some extra character from my side. And I'm, I'm realizing now that I was being the technical... <laughs> snob and saying no test driven <laughs> development we shall engineer it oh. we have the technology <laughs> we have no I'm, I've, I'm i've i'm starting to see the method to the madness i'm I, I i still look at spaghetti code and i think oh what am i doing here but it's 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 become very important for me to sit down and decide what what do i want to learn in this jam and then find some, no, not sorry, not find, design some game around what I want to learn. Because then it's like a two for one sale. Yeah, I'm well, going to get some design experience. Yeah. And I'm actually going to learn something really cool. Yeah, it's like you can't lose. <laughs> Even there's, if you there's, lose, you still win. <laughs> there's just no loss. Yeah. I, I admittedly, I'll I'll admit some of the technical jams we've tried, um, be it 
the we tried making a roguelike i think in december 2015 yeah that went poorly in fact that's one of the things i um I know one of your other possible topics for tonight was that we wanted to talk about how we approach game design. And what I went thinking about immediately was like, what are my three favorite genres that I like the most? And you know what my favorite genre is? Strategy. Turn-based strategy. Have I made any good turn-based strategy games? (laughs) I have not. (laughs) They're really but, difficult. I don't know why I'm struggling so much. I've got so much experience playing them, but I just can't for the life of me make them. <laughs> I can't remember who said this to me. There is a difference between what you enjoy playing and what you enjoy making. And those two might not even overlap. I suppose, yeah. Like I, I, I've come to enjoy turn-based strategy games because you've made them look so amazing. But I know that I won't have a lot of fun making them. And yet I play them. I, yeah. I don't have any aspirations to make this ama- amazing thing. I, I, I like to fiddle with, with the, the technical bits. I like messing with physics. And <laughs> like looking, looking at Semblance, which I think is a game that actually also came, came out of a game jam. I, I don't, I'm not sure. It's but quite likely. I know those guys jam a lot as well. As far they as jam remember. a lot, but I saw the initial prototype and I saw a video of the game and I'm like, wait, like, I remember this. <laughs> I remember the thing that this guy was playing with and they were basically playing around with physics and ended up making something of it. They they discovered by accident their main game mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's my approach. I, I I I like to go fiddle with the physics of things to see what is fun, yeah, and 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 get that out. So yeah, I think uh, talking about strategy games, that's where they're hard to fiddle with. I think that's probably why you wouldn't enjoy making them. It's probably even why I struggle to make them, is you have to do a lot of work to get to the point where you can start fiddling with the. Uh, gamey bits and seeing what happens you, you actually also have to do a lot of work just before you start opening unity yeah you actually have to probably not just open unity and start fiddling you should probably go have a good long think <laughs> about what you're trying to do good long um, think and brush up your excel skills yeah i mean i've been i've been trying to get that uh conglomeration syndicate turn-based strategy thing going in either board game or card game or electronic game format for like the last three years and i'm still you know like every six months or so i'll have a bright new idea and i'll get like a little bit closer to something that might work but i know i'm not there yet (laughs) but it's still every time you have these ideas you've spent some time jamming um, yeah, so well, I guess I've I spent some time jamming, working on something else, not on, on these ideas. So. You, you recently wanted to do multiplayer for conglomeration. I did, I did. Why? I... Because we were playing around with multiplayer. And you yeah. started understanding it all and seeing it, it in a different light. <laughs> Suddenly it wasn't like completely impossible anymore. It was like, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm looking back at... I've I've tried to do this... 
asteroid physics game. I'm in my third attempt now. <laughs> it's like that uh, old story from uh, oh, what's the movie's name? Monty, uh, Monty Python's, Python's quest, for quest for the Holy, for the Holy Grail. Grail. Yes, built a castle and it sank Fun into the swamp. <laughs> so he built another castle and that one sank into the swamp. And another and one, and a third castle, fire. and it caught fire and fell over and sank <laughs> into the swamp. And then we built this castle, and this castle's still here today. <laughs> so yeah. So we yeah, need I to think, build those castles. Yeah, I think just stick with it. So I, I guess if we had to wrap up, uh, we've been rambling on for almost 40 minutes now. Um, to those of you that are listening, if you're wondering whether you should do a game jam next weekend. Don't wonder, just do it. Just freaking do it. <laughs> Theme Slaughter is live already and theme voting should be starting soon i am really really excited for this yeah me too even though i'm probably not going to partake we'll see <laughs> you can probably do some card game design as well i made i made i made a really cool pre-jam game way way back in my history where i did a 12-hour game about a satellite flying around earth protecting it from incoming alien fire 12 hours hmm. Wow, it was actually probably almost. If that was not my best LD individual entry, um, <laughs> the pre-game game was. <laughs> so like that was a pretty good weekend for me. Um, so yeah, you can actually do potentially a lot in twelve hours. So like I said, I'll see if I can sneak in some time over the weekend. <laughs> and and ultimately, it's it's if if you can compare it to like a, a game of soccer. If you're not able to take shots, but you're the best team in the world, you're going to lose against a mediocre team who can take 20 shots during the game. Statistics. <laughs> it's, it's just some, some of it's going to stick. And, and we've, we've luckily had something that stuck with us now for a longer time. So I'm curious to see where things go. We, we might even do a little dev podcast about it soon. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, we can chat about that. Uh, I I feel like I'm, I already feel like I'm rambling on a bit to a bunch of people that aren't interested with my weekly blog post updates. But I am reading it every week, and I'm finding it insightful. So it's helping me to stay motivated. Um, so yeah, it's like just what did I do this week? Oh crap, nothing. Guess I better do something. <laughs> so if if you're curious, I'm gonna try and get the this the the links for these jams into the show notes this time around i'll not be too lazy <laughs> and hopefully we can see someone with a or see someone jam with us yeah i hope so so yeah people don't make us jam alone come Please. join him this weekend <laughs> come come join me join the dark side let's make a game that's it from us thank Good you very much. much for listening cheers cheers